0: Welcome to Community Concepts on localjobnetwork.com radio where we discuss connection of jobs and the community. I'm your host Azra Mahara and today we're talking about a career versus a job. Our in-studio guest is CJ Brown from People Power LLC. Welcome CJ. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. Um, So, why don't we start off by you telling me what is People Power?
1: People Power is a workforce readiness research, development, training, and consulting firm. We work with uh, people that are struggling to find employment. We also work with organizations on a consultation basis and. Uh, working with them to develop uh, successful programs in employment. For example, we just partnered with the West Dallas West Milwaukee School District where our 28 Day to Employment Program is now part of the curriculum in the high schools.
0: Yeah, I saw that on your website. It's pretty impressive. So what would you say your, uh, mis- your mission is for People Power?
1: Well, our mission basically is to take uh, those that are unemployed, those struggling to find employment, and help them uh, find their career path uh, for their future.
0: Yeah. So obviously a, a, a big value for the community. Is that what inspired you to start People Power?
1: No, what inspired me is uh, I was the head of a global corporation for uh, 18 years. Okay. Uh, I retired, uh, sold the company, moved to uh, Wisconsin, uh, to make a long story short, uh, trusted the wrong people. As a result, uh, I ended up broken homeless on the streets of Milwaukee for three years. During that time, and trying to get help through the system uh, to find employment, housing, so forth, I was really struggling and thought something's not right. So I started interviewing uh, homeless people, uh, veterans, disabled people, uh, caseworkers, job developers. and I wrote a book called 28 Days to Employment, uh, which is now going to be in its eighth edition next month.
0: Oh, wow, That's a pretty impressive story mm-hmm. and very, very successful, so that's definitely encouraging for people out there. You kind of touched a little bit on you know, partnering um, with the West Dallas School District, mm-hmm. um, but what do you do um, kind of more in-depth at People Power?
1: Well, we have a, uh, a classroom program called Career Camp. It's a mm-hmm. seven-week program. And the people come for two hours a week, uh, and it's led by a facilitator. They guide them through step-by-step process. The balance of the week, they have homework assignments to do. And then the next week, they return with those assignments. They're reviewed and are directed as to how to correct things and, and adjust things accordingly, going towards their, their career goals.
0: What kind of homework assignments do they get?
1: Uh, homework assignments, basically uh, the first stage is we want to find out from the inside out with them what's their true skills and abilities, but more importantly to the employer, what's their talent. Right. So they have to do more or less a self-assessment of themselves, which we have a project called Build Your House that they do during that week.
0: Are there any qualifications to come to these classes or...?
1: Just, uh, we've had unemployed, we've had people that are employed want to change careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, We uh, did classes for a training in a nonprofit organization, a women's uh, organization, and they wanted their education director trained to facilitate the program. And that requires them to go through the program with the students that are attending the class so they get a true picture of what it's all about uh the education director discovered that uh, she had a talent she didn't realize and changed jobs and i was accused of stealing your education <laughs> director
0: <laughs> just finding uh finding more value in, in, and <laughs> in, and in, in your classmates i guess um so you said that you do a lot of help with homeless veterans and mm-hmm. um kind of underprivileged community members what does now it does that cost money for them is there funding that they can get or? If
1: the funding's there we uh, we do provide services free of charge uh, we've had some struggles here in Wisconsin unfortunately with the funding uh, you know we're in several other states right now where we're not having any funding problems whatsoever uh, but uh, if, if the funding's there we do Uh especially veterans, free of charge. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: And if an organization wanted to get involved with you and you know get some of the people that you're training and and kind of recruit from you, how would they go about doing that? How would they get in touch with you?
1: Well, the employers can uh, – employers we provide free services for. Okay. They can give us a call at uh, 262-789-3142. Uh, one of our people, we're glad to sit down and explain our program to it, how it works with employers. We just launched a, uh, an outplacement service for employers, which is uh, going to save them literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in helping uh, employees that are downsized or terminated to find new employment. And we're getting ready to launch that actually next Monday yeah. nationwide.
0: And you have a lot, I've spent some time on your website, so I I know a little bit about this, but for the listeners that don't, you have a lot of emphasis on finding a career for someone versus a job. So why don't we kind of dig into that a little bit, um, which is kind of what the topic of the show is today, is what what the difference is from a career versus a job. So why don't you start off by telling us what you think about that?
1: Well, again, from an employer standpoint, uh, 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 when someone applies for a job, uh, that says to me they're looking for a temporary fix and a paycheck uh, until they can find what they tr- really truly want to do, which for many people is very difficult to do, so they go from job to job to job to job. Our process has taken them through the process of really discovering what their true talent is for a career and leading them down that path to accomplish that career. A career is where an employer wants them to be because turnover is very very costly for an employer.
0: Right. It's so. more costly, I think, than people even, it, you know, job seekers or employees even realize.
1: Well, believe it or not, it takes uh, 23 administrative tasks and 54 administrative hours to hire one person. Yeah, and a lot of money. And a lot of <laughs> money, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, so, and, you know, if finding, like you said, finding somebody that can fit into a career not only benefits the job seeker, but the company as well.
1: Right. Employers have, have ta- tagged us as the uh, the matchmaker.
0: Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> because we do, we have a ninety-two percent higher rate with a ninety-six percent retention rate of those who go through a, to complete our program.
0: The program that you have, um, I know you have. You said that you have the classroom. Are there other types of training classes that you have, or is it just that? that well, basic we have class?
1: we have a home study program. If someone has the discipline to be able to do that, uh, they could uh, invest in that.
0: Is that the twenty-eight days of employment? 28
1: days of employment. Yes.
0: Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, twenty-eight days of employment is. Our career camp. That's what we use in our career camp. Uh, The workbook that we use in the uh, career camp is the same one that's in the uh, home study program. The home study program also comes with a DVD, which uh, is a facilitator taking them step by step through the process as they would in the classroom. There are people that we've tested this on, where some were able to do it, others were not able to do it, so they had to go through the classes. And what we do is self-discipline. Self-discipline. This is a very intense program. This isn't a book that you read, and it's a DVD or CD you listen to or watch. This is a training program. It's very intense, very in depth. Uh, And they really have to put it all into it, and really discipline themselves to do it. With a facilitator and the classes, it's a bit different because, well, we max our classes out at 25. Some people need more help than others, so we make sure we have that time to do that. But in the classroom version, they're sitting with their peers. And by the third week, they've built a, a, a camaraderie where they believe in each other, trust in each other, and they even set up times, believe it or not, to meet maybe at a Starbucks or something to do their homework together.
0: Right. Just like a class. Just like a class. <laughs> <Just> like college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> um So is, do you find that there's a certain area of need that – you know I know that you you have this class, so um, and you said it's very in-depth training mm-hmm. on on you know employment and things like that. but let's I want I guess I just want to know a little bit more. Um, are there areas of need that you really touch on? Um, I know you said you do a lot of self-assessments mm-hmm. and things like that, but um, besides that, why is it a success?
1: Well, basically because it's it's actually written by CEOs and presidents. Uh, the eighth edition coming out, is written by over 3,500 CEOs and presidents around so the you country. Get
0: updated versions of yes. It?
1: Okay. Uh, every year we come out with a new workbook, but four four times a year we update our facilitators manual because uh, basically on a daily basis we're getting input from employers around the country as to what changes they're making in policy procedures, hiring practices, uh, and these are the CEOs and presidents and, uh, and executives of the corporation, uh, not HR department. Uh, the ones that really set the policies and mm-hmm. pass them down to the managers and supervisors to, to implement.
0: You Obviously, it comes from a very knowledgeable group of authors and, and contributors, if you will. Going back to kind of what what I was saying before, are there areas of specialties that you kind of touch on? You know, you do the self-assessment and then is there a next step that you kind of, and I don't want you to give too much away because you want people obviously to, to come and check it out and have that interest there and really want to come. Um, but, you know, just to give people a reason of why it's so successful. Besides, you know, obviously you have the qualified uh, contributions from CEOs and HR professionals and things like that, but what in the class do you do for, you know, just a couple examples that really helps people?
1: Well, one thing, people, uh, if you've ever been unemployed, you know, you're depressed, you're not feeling good about yourself, you're not, you don't believe in yourself. So it's also a motivational program. Uh, when When the people come to us in the first class, they're down. Mm -hmm. Uh, We take them down a little further. Uh, Like one vet said to his uh, caseworker, boy, I felt like I was back in boot camp again. And then from there, we bring them back up and like I say, by the third week, they're coming to a high and believing in themselves. And then the other people in the class are coming together in camaraderie and and like a team. And now they start working in a positive direction to, to build up and go from there. Uh, Once it's been determined what their true skills, abilities, and talent is, then we now focus in that area of a career. Like Confucius said in 426 B.C., the human animal is the laziest animal on earth. All other animals go out and forage for their food every day, but human animal loves vacations and and leisure time. So Mm -hmm. why not find a career? that you're happy in and you feel like you're on vacation every day. So that's what we direct them towards.
0: Yeah, I actually just read an article the other day um, and it was, and this is kind of going off a little bit, but it was saying um, how, instead of waiting around for your dream job to kind of land in your lap, make your job your dream job, you know? It kind of seems like that's something similar to what you do, you know? Don't just get a job, but get a career mm-hmm. and, and stick to it and, and have it be something that you're passionate about or, you know, can really, really give it your all and benefit not only yourself, but the company as well.
1: There's your key word passion,
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that's usually what makes people really good employees. And, you know, so it seems like you guys focus on that and and getting that. So that's sounds like a a good, a good, definitely a good program. Um, and then for that, I know that you said that depending on the situation, um, that the classes cost money or there's funding options Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, what if somebody wanted to do? taking home, you know, the take-home um, training, and they did have the self-discipline, they can purchase that as well, or is yes. there funding if they...
1: They can purchase that as well, or if, if they'd qualify and the funding was there, that they, they could get that also.
0: Okay. All right. You said it's seven weeks, correct?
1: The classroom version is seven weeks, and we also have the uh, home study broken down the same way. We want them to follow the pattern. Uh, Some may go a little longer than several weeks. In the classroom process, during the seven-week period, at the end of the seven-week period, if they have not been employed yet, they're required to come back and meet with their facilitator once a week for 30 minutes. We found over the 10 years we've been doing this that the reason they're not employed is they're not following the structure of the program. So they meet with the facilitator again, and the facilitator takes a look at what they're doing and what they're not doing. And then bringing that together, we say, okay, this is what you need to be doing. For example, we had a a, a class of twenty, uh, and one person out of the entire twenty did not was the only one not employed. Well, the caseworker said, this doesn't make sense. Why is everybody else employed and you're not?
0: So, <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. What, what,
1: what didn't, what you, didn't do? you do? Yeah, yeah. That's a better question. So she called me and said, would you do me a favor? Would you come to my office? Just sit there. Don't say a word. I'm going to bring him in and talk to him. Well, when he saw me, he like, wanted to turn tail and run. <laughs> but I sat there and listened. And she said, look, you know, everybody else you went through this program with has, has is employed. You're not. So here's what I want you to do. For the next two to three weeks, I want you to do everything he tells you to do. If you don't do that, then I'm not going to be able to help you. If you do it and you're still not employed, then I'll try to find another way to get you employed. Six days later, he's employed.
0: What did you tell him to do?
1: Uh, basically doing the follow-up on the uh, with the employer that he was supposed to do. Yeah. That's what what he wasn't doing. A lot of people are are afraid of the telephone. Uh, I don't know why. Afraid of
0: rejection, maybe?
1: Well, you know, rejection is all part of it. it, it, You know, for years in the consulting business and training salespeople, I said no is not a negative, no is a positive. You know, so every every no you get, ultimately, you're going to get a yes. Keep plugging, you get (laughs) that yes
0: the The odds are in your favor. The yes. more nose do you, the more nose you get,
1: the better <laughs> off you're going to get. We had an example, uh, believe it or not, a VP of HR who was part of downsizing, came through our program. Prior to that, he had spent fifteen hundred dollars for a resume, and in, year, in a year's time, didn't have one interview. Through our program, and when he completed it, he was getting five interviews a week, and within two weeks, he was employed. Mm
0: -hmm. So, something's working over there. (laughs) And I think, you know, like you said before, the key is that you don't just focus on, okay, let's get this resume, um, Mm -hmm. let's get you a job, um, but get you a career. And whether or not people participate in the program or um, are listening to the show and, you know, just trying to feel good a, a little bit better about their job search and realize that there's other people out there that are in the same boat that, um, are down on themselves Mm -hmm. or, you know, have, have really hit the bottom Mm -hmm. and that there's, there's still hope. I mean, you're, like I said before, you're, you're a a great success story, you know, seeing, you know, where you were and what you went to and now where you're at now and when you, when you have a career versus a job, um, again, it just, it makes your life better you know personally and, and at work and they definitely influence each other all altogether mm-hmm. do you definitely. Agree?
1: <laughs> definitely there's two things I tell people is number one two words I tell them or cuss words to me problem there's no such thing as problems problems are hard to solve there are situations they're easy to resolve can't can't <laughs> means won't you sound like, like
0: my gym instructor <laughs> <laughs> you could
1: do anything you want if you really set your mind to it including a hundred push-ups Mm-hmm. At one time. Right. Okay. Uh, so you have to think positive in that way. They get the, what I call the job search blues and thinking hey, it's never going to happen. I'm never going to find a job. And I don't know how many times I hear there from people, oh, I'm never going to find a job. Well, you don't want to find a job. That's why you're not finding one. You have to get it here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, what you were saying before is the no thing. You know, mm-hmm. if if you go into an interview and you just really give it your all and, you know, practice – you know, uh-huh. make sure that you're you're coming in with some confidence, even if you don't feel confident. Yeah. And I'm sure that's part of what your program does too, is gives uh-huh. a little bit more confidence, that people are walking into an interview prepared. Right. Um, they know how to handle the situation, and and like you said, you do the follow ups and uh-huh. send thank you notes and all that kind yeah. of, of good stuff. Which you know, I actually had somebody the other day say, well, I don't know if I really believe in thank you notes, but they speak so much volume because a lot of people don't send thank you notes from interviews. So if you're looking for that way to stand out, send a thank you note
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: immediately. Like it,
1: it happens have every it, time. Put
0: it in the mailbox.
1: If, if you know who is interviewing you, have that thank you note made up before you go for the interview. Mm-hmm. The minute you leave that interview, the first thing you want to do, not find your car, find a mailbox and mail, and it. mail it.
0: Yep. Um, and I know, you know just from different places that I've worked, that when, you know, the, the, the head of HR would get one, they'd be like, oh, and, you know, mm-hmm. I really like this applicant thinking about interviewing them, and they sent me a thank you note. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just kind of gives them like, oh, and I've, I've heard this conversation um, go on in front of me or, you know, off to the side um, that they're just saying, you know, like, we just got a, a really good applicant. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about this person later. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the other person will be like, oh, did they send a thank you note? Yeah, they did, you know, and and it's always a positive. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that little extra push.
1: The other thing, too, and I I can't emphasize this enough because people today just don't seem to understand what dress for success means. Yeah. I was with the CEO of a corporation, and we came out of his office and, and went through his HR department. And it was this woman sitting there waiting to be interviewed. Dressed beautifully, makeup perfect, hair perfect, everything perfect. And I looked down at her feet, sitting there with flip-flops that you wear on the beach. (laughs) And I looked over at him. I said, well, what do you think? He said, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) It's – in sadly um – you know, we would like to say, well, they're judging me on my qualifications. No, when you walk in an interview, you're getting judged on your appearance to a degree. You know, I mean, obviously, um, there can be different, different circumstances for that, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on what kind of job you're going for and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're going into an interview, take the time, wear closed toed shoes. Don't, you know, don't take that time to Mm. show your funky style, (laughs) you know, (laughs) go on the conservative side a little bit Mm -hmm. and, you know, just think professionally and dress professionally. And a lot of times once you get the job and they, they get your personality, Mm. then you can, you know, kind of go on those, you know, hit those boundaries that, you know, Mm -hmm. are acceptable at the company and, um, show your flair, if Mm -hmm. you will. (laughs) But in the interview, exactly. I completely agree. No. And shoes, flip-flops, flip-flops <laughs> in an interview is not a good idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if she had the shoes on, she probably would have had the job.
0: Right. Or at least gotten, you know. Closer to it. Closer yeah. to it, you know. <laughs> and coming into the, the interview, if she would have nailed that interview, mm-hmm. but right away. Um, and, you know, that I, I just, I think that that's such a setback for people and they don't no. even realize it. No. No. Well, um, you know, going back to uh, People Power, so we had talked about different organizations and companies. You said that it's free for them to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any, without naming any in particular, um, exactly, are there any types of companies that you work with more specifically? Um, you know, do you work with a lot of corporations? Do you work with a lot of um, basic, you know, mom and pop shops, grocery stores? Like, is there a, a certain um, area that you get a lot of companies that um, cooperate with the program, or is it really across the board?
1: Well, it's pretty much across the board. Nationwide, and, 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 you know, the word's out. I was told that our name's becoming a household word, which I didn't really believe until all of a sudden we're starting to get inundated by people Mm -hmm. and and employers. Uh, We currently have a membership in People Power of over 25,000 employers nationwide. So, and we deal with all levels. When somebody really, truly wants to find a career, we can help them get there. An example is we had a, 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 a gentleman that was a fisherman on the lakes. He, you know, they're downsizing because the lakes are drying out, so the boats are cutting back on their people. So what's he do? I mean, he's a fisherman. That's all he knows. Right. He came through our program, and he's now working the Sama boats in Alaska. We had a, a woman 25 years in the Army. She was an HR specialist uh, in nine different countries. She retired after 25 years. Uh, the pension wasn't enough to really sustain her, so she needed to find a job. Two and a half years unemployed, uh, struggling, and came through our program. She's now working as an international HR person in France oh. for an international HR firm. So, you know, we can take them if they want to go.
0: Yeah, that definitely answers my next question. If if you work nationwide, <laughs> it looks like you work beyond that. Um, and so, do you have classes that are in different states besides Wisconsin, or are they all? Um, you know, would if somebody was in Tennessee, would they have to do the cell the Home program, or could would they have to come here to do the training, or is there other classes?
1: Well, it's interesting you bring that up, Tennessee. We just this past month had calls from Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Mississippi uh, that want to bring our program there. What we do if we don't have an office set up uh, in that area or community, we do it with one of our facilitators through Skype.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah.
1: Skype is a Skype great, is great thing, yes. yes. Yeah
0: amazing invention (laughs) we actually use Skype here in the studio so
1: well I was in panic as as we started to expand okay I can't be everywhere in training people to be a facilitator how to so with Skype was was the answer uh, until we get them we train them that way also through Skype the facilitators okay so rather than me going there to, although I'm gonna I'm gonna Uh have to go to Alabama yeah. I'm going to have to go there. So you do, do,
0: you do make trips yes. is what you're saying. But if you can't, there's Skype. And right. um, and hopefully in the future, um, there'll be training courses all right. throughout. Right. You said that your success rate is really high. If you were to give us a percentage of the success rate that you guys have, what do you think it would be?
1: Well, as far as the number, those that go through our program, complete it and follow it, we have a 92% higher rate and a 96% retention pretty rate. pretty impressive. Yeah. Because again, like you, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, I've been an employer just about all my life. And I think like an employer. The program is written by employers. So what we're doing is we're teaching people as one individual uh, uh, elected official uh, sat in on one of our classes said he never saw anything like this where it's actually taught through the eyes of the employer. So we teach him from the inside out how to make it happen.
0: And do you think that um, by doing that, and teaching from the inside out, that really helps with the the career mentality?
1: Yeah, because they're not going to an interview or soliciting, and I call it soliciting an employer, because the other thing we teach them, you have to be a salesperson. You're the product. The employer mm-hmm. is the consumer, so you have to sell your product. But in order to sell a product, you have to understand the product. And if you don't understand it, you can't sell it. So we don't direct them to where the product is not wanted or needed. We direct them to where it is.
0: Okay. So kind of to, to sum up everything a little bit um, is People Power. Um, obviously, do you want to read off your, your website, the URL?
1: Yep. Yeah, com.
0: Okay. Um, so you, you can check out um, the different programs and, and how to get a hold of um, CJ and and some of the other trainers there through that. Um, but also, you know, just to kind of recap, so if you're looking for a career versus just a job, you know, do self-assessment. Oh. Um, from from what I'm learning from you is the self-assessment, even if you're at your lowest, you know, work. You have to work. You have to have self-discipline. Don't be discouraged by no's. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> those are gonna happen, especially if you're going for, you know, your career. Because mm-hmm. um, you might be able to get a job that you maybe don't want. Uh, But if you're going for a career that you really want and you're not, you know, it's not just going to land in your lap. Um, We kind of touched on that a little bit too. Um, Well, we've
1: had people too that we've encouraged to do that, that were struggling and almost homeless. Mm -hmm. That let's work something out to get you some employment for an income to keep a roof over your head. And then during that, you can go through the program and work towards the career.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that's, building steps pretty much you know just getting getting yourself back into um where you you have a a, a place to stand Mm -hmm. and can kind of a launch point for a career right um so it seems like you guys do a lot of building up to that it doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. um but that's what you're you know that's why your class is seven weeks
1: i don't think you're too old that's another thing i get from older adults they think are too old. The oldest we've had so far was 84.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: He was, believe it or not, the CFO of a major corporation in Wisconsin, retired naturally, and uh, tried to find something to do, but because of his background, it was very difficult. Somebody wanted to hire him. So he heard about us and came and wanted to go through the program. I said, well, why do you want to go back to work? He says, "I'm so tired of sitting home watching Oprah and Dr. Phil with my <laughs> wife." <laughs> so
0: basically, if you're bored, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, but yeah, it seems that, you know, if you are just looking to switch your career, yeah. um, if you are just getting out of high school and you want to start a career right away, if you're coming back from the military, if you're homeless. Um, if you're, you know, uh, do you deal with any kind of addictions? Do you help people with that?
1: No, we don't, we don't deal with that. Uh, there are organizations that our main thing is, is employment. That's okay. what we focus on. You know, a lot of organizations do a lot of great work, but ours, our specialty is the employment, employment side of it.
0: So if somebody was to go, you can maybe lead them to that area right. to get help with that. And, you know, so just kind of breaking out of that. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess. Going back to that, it, you know, if you, you know, if you have any, you know, if you hit a low or you're just out of luck, you mm-hmm. feel, you know, um, or you're a mature job seeker and you're just looking for something else to do with your time, or um, just not quite ready to retire and want a new career, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's not out of grasp.
1: Another thing people are going to ask too is, is you know, you're asking, is there a cost involved? Uh, people are spending uh, seven, eight, nine, over a thousand dollars for just a resume, and our program, uh, the entire program from A to Z, is much less than that. So it is yeah. affordable uh, for everyone. Uh, employer-wise, that uh, again, with their outplacement, we can certainly help them and save them a lot, a small fortune, in what they're spending now.
0: And um, do you want to tell everybody about what it costs?
1: Well, let's say your the home study program is, is less than $200 and the classroom program is less than $700. Yeah,
0: very affordable. And like you were saying before, um, you know, if, if you don't have the funding, that you do have different options for funding out there and right. if you qualify in different programs and things like that.
1: Also the different agencies that work with people, the, the placement agencies, the, the nonprofits, and so forth, uh, we'll work with them also and where they can implement our program at, at, and cut their costs and increase their placement numbers.
0: All in all, um, a, a very great value to our community. Thank you for doing that. We are actually out of time. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming in. If listeners, if you have any ideas on future topics on uh, community concepts, please feel free to email me at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Again, I'm Azure Mahara with localjobnetwork.com radio, and thanks for listening.